So, after months and months of Twitter hashtags, online references, uh, cross-pod mentions, it's finally here, the pilot episode of the Long Leg Podcast. (laughs) And what a day to be recording. Um, Russ from All Over. Yeah, good time to be alive. Good time to be alive. Good time to be alive. Yeah. Um, captain of Perrinporth Cricket Club once upon a time, is that right? Certainly was, yeah. Top batsman ish. Humble brag. Uh, <laughs> Adam Foxcroft, uh, of any cricketing renown? Not much, not since leaving school. Took seven for 11 at Haleybury when I was at school. That, oh, that was as good as it got on Haleybury. It's a mm. school near here, actually, where I live now, not where I lived then. Um, yeah, it sort of went downhill, really, from there. That was my high point at about 16 years old. 7 for 11. I, I seem to remember you've got quite an interesting delivery, actually. Yeah, bowl off the wrong foot, yeah. like uh, Mike Proctor, but yeah. with much less I remember being, being at Manudan, uh, Manudan Cricket Pitch, playing with the old one bat, rubber bat, run pad, uh, no gloves, and you bowling off the wrong foot and nearly pissing myself laughing the first time I saw it. <laughs> Um, it's amazing that no one died during those games of cricket. Yeah, it really, really, really is. Um, is it Jack, Jack Shantry esque? Uh, no, it's much worse. <laughs> There's kind of a crossed, <laughs> crossed arms as well, isn't there? I seem to remember at the top of the delivery. I think so. Yeah, something. Both arms, both arms definitely go to the horizontal, uh, to the vertical. Yeah, a bit like uh, Steve Harmison used to do that. Yeah. Um, think of him with his the minimum amount of control that he ever had. Um, and Mike Proctor, if you've ever seen his bowling action, and a bit of Jimmy Anderson with the head falling away, like the worst of all of those three. And then you've probably got something just, just slightly the, better than my action. Absolute aids in a delivery. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we've just been joined by, by a fourth. It's only bloody Maulover's Ben Eustace. <laughs> it is, it's me. What kind of timekeeping is this, fella? Uh, mate, um, it might be a flying visit. I've got to work tonight. Um, yeah. So oh, no. Well, for, I'd, uh, first, stop by for the for the first one. First live pod sledge. <laughs> so Ben, fill us in. What's your cricketing background? I, I reckon you're a, you're a parent porter as well, aren't you? No, mate. No. No, you didn't. Um, so you haven't you haven't been under the captaincy of uh, Rusty. Thankfully not. Wow, I've heard I he's can, a bit of a teddy thrower, isn't he? I can see there being a, <laughs> a little bit of a tyrant in Russ. <laughs> His way or the highway, you know? Yeah. but I do like yeah. to run a tight ship. <laughs> he runs a no, tidy I'm, um, I'm frankly dreadful at cricket. Really There's bad. a bit of a recurring theme because you're not very good yeah. at rugby either, are you? You constantly keep saying well, I'm better at rugby than I am at cricket, put it that way. Fair that's enough. fair, isn't it, Russ? I, I would be inclined to agree with that, yeah. But what I will say is that you do try very hard at both. Yeah, so Adam from the Long Snapper pod, me from one of the one of each below, uh, Long Snapper and all over, I'm Dougie. Um, He's a big to... deal. He's on two podcasts. Well, three this now. Is three. Three, so yeah, I'm an yeah. even bigger deal. Um, <laughs> soon we'll be getting verified. I've got... Very few, uh, started off as a leg spinner, started off as a leg spinner at uh, Little Hallenbury Cricket Club, moved on to 
um, Hatfield Heath Cricket Club, where I became a wicketkeeper batsman due to shoulder issues, uh, and latterly of Solbury Cricket Club in um, Buckinghamshire. You know, I'm I'm your solid sort of keeper batsman. I'll make 14 off 18 deliveries and then throw my wicket away. Um, one half century to my name in my career, uh, and several drop catches. So that's us. That's us introduced. That's mm-hmm. our cricketing cricketing prowess mapped out for you. Um, we're we're all big cricket fans. I'm I'm a Northamptonshire fan. Adam, you're Essex through and through. Absolutely. And and uh, champions, Ru- invincibles. Yeah, and Rusty, a fan, Somerset, a Sum- bread. Somerset fan of the one of the most wrong teams in county cricket history, based on uh, two years ago. That's a bit harsh. Well, no, wrong. They were wrong. Wronged, oh, as in- sorry, I, I thought you said just wrong. <laughs> just, just a wrong place. Just a um, really wrong team. County, my favourite cricketer ever, but you know, that's a different story. Should we get down to it? What, Peter Trigo, really? I love him. Hey, I, 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 I will not have a bad word to say against Peter Trigo. Uh, without meaning to have any humble, humble brags, I used to play in the same team as Peter Trigo, uh, Western Supermare. He was a year older than me. Um, and yeah, you know, we, we played, I played, I actually played football with Peter Trigo and I played cricket with Peter Trigo. And he's a good guy. And you could sign him as there. a goalkeeper on a, some old versions of Championship Manager. Yeah, he could. Yeah, he played in goal for Mark. He played for he played for um, Middlesex in the county championship in the in the in the cricket season, and then played in goal for Margate Town in, in the conference as it was then um, in the winter. And he, he was he once was on Match of the Day's Goal of the Day for scoring a from the halfway line for Mar, Margate Town from a free kick. Oh, okay, interesting interesting fact for you. But yeah, I um I kind of grew up. In and around Western Supermare with uh, with Pete, no, we weren't the best of friends, but, <laughs> but uh, we, we, Enemies, we, we no, we we frequented very similar teams. Well, why don't you marry him? <laughs> Just go out with him, mate. <laughs> anyway, let's get down to business. Test cricket, test cricket, the beautiful game in Australia. Yes. One of the worst places in the world, TM. Uh, for three of the four days, well, three three and a half days. In fact, actually, seven days of this Ashes series, England have been completely outgunned, haven't they? Yeah, I mean the the, the only the only surprising thing since then is that they've made a ridiculously good fight about from the last day and a half of the Adelaide Test as we as we stand now, end of day four. Um, I expected, it's been a bit weird, I expected England to struggle probably with the with the bat, but not so much with the ball. Um, in Brisbane, it was looking okay for a while, but I just felt we were hanging in there, um, just trying to keep up, and then it just fell away spectacularly. Um, up until yesterday, it had been in our bowlers that disappointed me, though. There's no, no teeth, no penetration. I mean, I, I know it's not, as easy as bowling on a Lord's May um, helpful helpful conditions with the, the, the pitch there. But um, yeah, it's obviously much more harsh in Australia, but not, not as much from you know, particularly the, the veterans, Anderson and Broad, as I would have hoped. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you look back to, to the Gabba in the first test, the pitch was not a Gabba pitch, was it? It wasn't fast. You know, they'd had the rain. 
the the groundsman had been watering the pitch and then had the rain and he he ballsed up his his weather um weather predictions so the pitch didn't dry out really until the the third or fourth day when it became absolutely tremendous to bat on um which is where it all fell away very much so very much so and and what's disappointed me the most is the you know is the lengths that the english bowlers have bowled yes when you haven't got when you haven't got the pace of your cummins who i think has been the pick of australia's bowlers and uh even hazelwood's been up and around 90 miles an hour at times um, when you haven't got the pace of those three, you need to utilise every single trick in the book and go with your strengths. And if that is 83, 84, 85, pitch up, top of off, make them make a mistake and set fields accordingly, then that's what you need to do. Um, they've admitted now that probably for most of um, most of the GABA test and the first, certainly the first half of this test, that that they didn't they didn't bowl full enough and their lines have been have been all uh, sorry their legs have been all over the place and it just goes to show when you had that um that spell the back end of last night from Wokes and Anderson and then this morning when you pitch it up and you you go with a game plan and you set fields accordingly you you reap your you reap your rewards and you know it's it's not rocket science as far as I'm concerned it's not just execution surgery. Look, I tell you what, we, we could debate county cricket bowlers until the cows come home. The fact is that conditions in England are conducive to producing 85 mile an hour seamers, not 90 mile an hour expressed horrible bastards that they produce in Australia. So here's the thing. You ask a county captain in the middle of April up until the middle of June when the current schedule runs in county championship games, does he want someone that's going to nibble the ball around it 75 to 85 miles an hour, say, your, your trundler, Adams, like your, your Mark Elam, or, you know, your, um, you know, this, David, uh, Masters. David, David Masters, or your, Stuart Broad. Um, oh God, what, why has my mind gone blank now? There are hundreds of them in the county championship. They're, every team has got three or four, and they take wickets, and they're your, the people in the Telegraph Fantasy Cricket League that you pick every year because they're your Graham Onions, your Chris Rushworths at Durham. Oh, Graham Onions you know? was class, mate. Come That's, on. Yeah. Yeah, but he's, he's a, a, an 80 mile an hour seamer. He's nothing more. This is but, your, but, your Martin Bicknells you're talking about. Yeah, so it leads to my point, which is it, from April through to June, when the pitches are soft, they're left green, they're nibbling about, is a is a captain going to pick a sporadically fast bowler over someone that's going to come in and potentially take five, six, seven wickets? Now, in the current in the current climate, captains are, or the clubs, counties, are only going to pick people that are going to help them win matches. They're not going to pick people based on, you know, oh yeah, England need a, a current crop of fast bowlers. I, you know, you could you look at someone like Mark Footit, for instance. Mark Footit was a left-arm fast bowler bowling at ninety odd mile an hour, playing for Derbyshire, taking wickets, albeit in County Division Two. Went to Surrey. Uh, I think he's suffered a bit of injuries, but he's barely taken a wicket. The thing is, though, I don't buy. I don't buy the fact that they don't want ninety mile an hour bowlers because most of the county championship is in April, May, September. Um, you've got. You've probably got two or three of them in your team anyway. 
who isn't going to want someone who can bowl 90 miles an hour in April? You know, it's not going to do any harm, is it? Um, if anything, it's going to add a bit of variety to your attack, even then on those, you know, occasionally where the sun comes out or it, the game isn't quite going as you'd expect. I it's, think it's um, just hard. They, they just don't produce them. It, it's hard work though, isn't it? I'd imagine bowling at 90 miles an hour. And if you can, if you can take your wicket, it's, yeah, but Australia, yeah. their heat. Why can't so, they do it? In yeah, a- but if, if, if you've got April conditions and the ball's going to nibble around and you're going to take your wickets bowling at 80, then there's no incentive for these guys to to sort of practice bowling at 90 miles an hour. So let's bear in mind as well that it's a 16-game championship season. The Sheffield Shield is how many rounds? How many competitive four-day matches do these Australian bowlers that they produce on hard bouncy pitches actually play in a season? How many games? Ten, I think. Ten, isn't it? Yeah, let's let's not get into um, talking about how many games are in the county championship and how many games are in the British domestic schedule because that that's a that's a can of worms. We can't open on a pilot episode. You know what we can <laughs> open on the pilot pilot episode though? A wonderfully constructive and elaborate quiz by our good friend Adam Foxcroft. What a segue that was. (laughs) (laughs) We definitely can do that. Um, I think what we need, um, and we're not necessarily going to lose this test after the last day or so, um, but what we need is to to go back to when things were better. And I think for the pilot episode, a quiz all about the 2005 Ashes is what needs to happen. I'm going to hose this up. (laughs) (laughs) No chance, Um, it's mine. Okay, uh, I'm going to give you a maybe four got, questions just, just, each. Just before you go on, I've got a quick quick story about this. Russ, you might not remember this, but before that summer, before that summer, the, that that series started, me and um, a lad from Bentley Priory were doing guard duty. Do you remember um, Matt Jaycock? Yes. Yeah. So we were doing guard duty, and I said to Matt, "Here, Matt." Oval last day tickets five uh, were ten quid. Do you fancy it? He's like, no, nah, it'll be over by then. So we didn't buy them. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Didn't bother to even book that day off. What an idiot. Yeah. Anyway, um... <laughs> I was I was in genuine tears watching that. Yeah. I had I, I, yeah, tears. Yeah. I loved yeah. it so much. I went to the parade. <laughs> I did. I was in Trafalgar Square when Jimmy Savile got up on the stage. Jimmy Savile? Jimmy Savile. Oh, right. You are not a 2005 aficionado if you don't know who Jimmy Savile is. No, I know who Jimmy Savile is. No, it was a Barmy Army bloke that looked like Jimmy Savile. Oh, okay. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Forgive me. I'm a a bit Operation You Treat Out. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I thought you'd gone to quite a dark place there, Doug. Yeah. He, they probably don't call him that anymore. What's the 2005 sake. Ashes DVD and Jimmy Savile is on every crowd cutaway? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh yes, yes. Um, right, Dougie, just, let's start with you. You seem to be be most confident. I'm going to give going to go around a bit, bit randomly. I'm going to give you a choice of category each time. Um, you can have a question on the first test or maths. The first test like? or maths? No, no brainer. The first test or maths? 
Okay, the first test. <laughs> Thought you might say that. Um, which substitute fielder caught Australian captain Ricky Ponting in the first test at Lords? No, you want me to say Gary Pratt, but that wasn't. He was the run out. Russ knows. Say whatever you, whatever I think, you think, I think the answer I, is. I think he went down in the scorebook as sub. Uh, yeah, I'm not having that. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need to know, mate. Caught sub. That's I, not all you need to know to get points in this know, quiz. I don't know. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Now, did, did he go on to become one of Duncan Fletcher's coaching staff in, with India? Uh, was it Trevor Penny? No. <laughs> he was a subfielder, he, though. He, he, he was a subfielder. Yeah, 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 I don't know, but I'm going to guess it might have been Paul Collingwood. No, it wasn't. It was, uh, it was actually James Hildreth, your Somerset boy. Bloody as hell. he was then. I think he was. Yeah, um, Somerset, born and bred. Yeah, I think he, well, he ended up at Middlesex. I don't know where he was at that point. Um, so, Russ, um, you can go next. You can have maths or you can have second test. Uh, I'll, I'll take maths. Why not? Let, let's, okay. let's live a little. <laughs> <laughs> said no one ever. I'll take uh, maths. Simple sum. <laughs> 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 uh, simple sum uh, the number of tests in the series that Glenn McGrath played plus the number of catches in the series that Kevin Peterson took so McGrath played three tests I believe because he missed Edge Buston yeah so no no fine <laughs> So three, Kate Peterson fielded. This was pre-Peterson in the gully as well, wasn't it? So I'm gonna say throughout the whole series, adding them both together, I think McGrath played in three tests, and I think Peterson probably took seven catches. I'm gonna say ten. Incorrect. <laughs> um, does anyone wanna try and steal a steal a point? I think McGrath only played in two tests. Do you have an answer, Doggy? And I know that Peterson shelled a shitload of catches in that series. I think it's five. Incorrect. Ben, are you going to go? I think Doug's pretty close. Um, I don't know. I'm not even sure Peterson took any catches. And did McGrath play four? Say four. You are the unluckiest. The answer is three. McGrath played three tests. Peterson took no catches, although he did drop six. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> no points awarded. No points awarded so far. Ben, uh, would you like second test or sixes? Uh, I'll have uh, second test. Okay. No player on either side made a century in the game at Edgbaston, but who top scored with ninety? Uh, it's I. I. It's either Triscothic or Strauss. Which I've just realised if I get this wrong, I've probably made a big mistake. <laughs> uh, I Strauss. Incorrect. <laughs> Who wants to, anyone want to jump in? Dougie. Shane Warne, hit wicket. Incorrect. <laughs> Rusty. He trod on his stumps for 90, didn't he? Wasn't it? Was it? Um, Not for 90. He I think it was, I think it was an Australian. I think it might have been Matthew Hayden. 
Right, you're 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 all idiots, especially <laughs> especially you two. It was Marcus Triscotti. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, Dougie, back to you. Do you want third test or sixes? Third test. Third test. All right. Which bowler had the dreadful figures at Old Trafford of 19 overs, two maidens, one for 114 in the first innings? The first innings of their team, which may have been the first innings of the match. Uh, I would I would guess first innings, third, te- third test was... Old Trafford. Old Trafford. Gillespie. Yes, finally we've got points in this quiz. Um, Russ, would you like fourth test or sixes? No one wants sixes, do they? Oh, I'll have sixes. Why not? Okay. Go <laughs> fell into his trap there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kevin Peterson hit the most sixes of the series with 14, but yeah. which Australian led his team with five? Now, this is between two. Um, are you, are you gonna, I'm, I'm not going to name them, but I, what I will do is I'm going to say SK Warren. Are you be correct. That is a very impressive point. The other he one scored, would be Brett he, Lee, right? Yeah. yeah. Because he scored, um, I think he got four at Trent Bridge, didn't he? Yeah, and he uh, won in that, in that innings of 90, which was at Old Trafford, not Edgebuster. He he smacked it about. He got hold of Ashley Giles, and then uh, he did. He tried one too many, and um, Jones stumped him. That was where he got out for ninety. Uh, Russ seems full of facts all of a sudden, doesn't he? Doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. Shit. So, it's almost as if Wikipedia's come up on his screen. Uh, no, 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 absolutely not. <laughs> not this again. Oh, right. That man. that, that is reputable. I can see something in your glasses, mate. No, that's, that's me looking at the screen, mate. <laughs> that's me actually looking at my laptop. Look. Schoolboy error wearing glasses. That's your first mistake. Um, ben, would you like fourth test? Or would you like celebrations? Uh, I'm going to go celebrations. Okay, good man. Um, who called Tony Blair a knob during the team's visit to Downing Street? <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm almost certain that was Matthew Hoggard. <laughs> You'd be quite right. <laughs> uh, you've got points each. Um, let's have a let's have another round. How Doug, many rounds are uh, there, by the way? I've got. I don't care. Do let's four. do this forever. You could do four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm um, just thinking that that's nearly ten minutes already. Don't don't, don't think. My my, um, uh, my, <laughs> my Jeopardy talking. music. My Jeopardy music only lasts fifteen. I've got half an hour's worth of Jeopardy music if you want it. Yeah, don't worry about that. Uh, Okay, fourth test or or batting? Batting. Okay. Simple question. Which player from either side scored the most runs in the series? Good question. I will go with... Kevin Peterson. He's on. Well done. Russ. Um, Hold on. Test did, he, did, he say for, did he say for both sides? There was a question both sides. But yeah, both. Well, who was from oh. either team? Which... It was just either. You just pick one. Yeah. Of... Well, he only scored runs for England. Yeah, but I thought the question was for Australia and England. 
Um, no, no problem. Yeah. Uh, fourth test, Russ, or would you like commentary? Oh, commentary. I love commentary. My favourite. Okay. Uh, Mark Nicholas, King of Hyperbole, said this at the end of day three at Edgebaston. Oh, Stephen Harmison, with a slower ball, one of the great balls, given the moment, given the batsman, and given the match, that's a staggering gamble that's paid off for Harmison. He bowled it perfectly. Who was the batsman? Oh, mate, that's that's a tap in. That's over <laughs> the that is a that is a rank long hop. Uh, that was Michael Clark. It was one of the best one. moments I've ever, ever had watching cricket in life. <laughs> that was so so good. That was a full on two double knee slide across the carpet. Yes, most days in that series have moments like that. Yeah, as well. Oh, um, oh yeah, it just just takes you back. Uh, ben. Um, I'm going to stop offering fourth test for a while. Do you want fifth test or bowling? Uh, bowling, please. Okay. Um, who topped Australia's bowling averages for the series with an average of nine? It's... I'm going to say something stupid now. No, I know what you're going to say. I think say. it might have... Is it Ricky Ponting? It was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he got Michael Vaughan out at Trent Bridge. Okay, so I think you've all got. Bet, I bet he never mentioned it. We've all got two. <laughs> I bet he does. Does every every day on BT Sport probably. Um, yeah, one last round. You're all on two each. Uh, Doug, would you like? I'm going to make you take one of these. Fourth or fifth test. Fifth test. All right. Uh, Kevin Peterson memorably smashed 100 on the final day, of course, uh, but which England player scored a century in the first innings? Andrew Strauss. Yes, well done. Uh, Russ, would you like fourth test or Australia? Let's go fourth test. It's been it's been hanging around too <laughs> long. Has. It's not even that good a question. Um... Who made their test debut for Australia in the fourth test? The debut. The, the, the debut. debut. The debut. The fourth. Test. I always spell debut with an acute accent over the e. I insist on that. <laughs> I think it's even correct. <coughs> um, what for the the new grammar podcast that we're going? To <laughs> Was it Sean Tate? Did Sean Tate debut? Uh, Sean Tate did debut. Um, it Chaka. was. Well done. Uh, ben, take this into a three-way tie. Would you like England or Australia? There's only one answer, isn't there? Can I have England, please? Of course you can. Um, Paul Collingwood famously ended up with an MBE for his contribution to the series. Uh, but how many runs did he score in the match? I'll give you five either, either side. Was it 18? That's good enough. It was 17. Uh, 10 in the first inning, 7 in the second. Sorry, and he got said his, 18 got and you said good enough. Yeah, That's 5 either side. Well, we've got a three-way tie. Do you want to, do you want to fancy a tiebreaker? Or do you want to yeah, leave it? Yeah, why not? All right, let's go. We need with, a winner. Uh, if there's one thing it. podcast needs, it's half an hour quizzes. <laughs> so let's do All it. All right, well, this, this, will, this will sort you out. I would like... 
each of you to have a stab at the number of runs that Justin Langer scored in the series as an aggregate. Who's got the bottle to go first? So he's oh, no, I can egg dog. No, the total number of runs that Justin Langer scored in the series. 276. 276. Wow, not enough. Mm, I think you'd be surprised, mate. He scored at least one century. If not two. In that case, in that case, I'll stand corrected in my orthopedic shoes. <sighs> Three, four, eight. How many? It took too long for the partridge reference to come out. 340, you say, Ben? Uh, yeah. uh, what are you going to go with? And if you say, um, I'll give the quiz to the other two by default. 450. <laughs> That's very close. Um, because the answer somewhere between Ben and you, Doug. Um, <laughs> you're um, doing some very quick maths in my head. Ben takes it by like one. Uh, he actually scored 394. Oh. Um, so you were 54 away. Dougie was 56, so we got two. There you go. Congratulations. First long leg pop quiz. Brilliant. Fat race. Nice work. Love it. So, Adam, uh, if if you haven't listened to either the Long Snapper podcast or, or Moreover, we do quizzes quite often, and Adam quite often sets them, so they're quite good, um, and they may continue. Generally quite long. Depends if this makes it makes it through the producer's selection process. Um, <laughs> so let's round things up. We've been going half hour. Let, let's, you know, it's a pilot episode. Let's get down to the crux of the issue. Where do you see the test finishing up? Last day starts in about, what, six or seven hours? What's it going to finish? How's yeah, it going to half past three. Oh, inevitably, as we've... You know, we've mentioned on the wall over. It's been mentioned on the on the long snap. Is the hope that kills you? Um, I I still make Australia favourites. Um, I can I can see us losing an early wicket. I I said on the WhatsApp earlier we could have done with that match going on for another five hours this morning, and I think we might have won it because the guys were looking comfortable. But the break. Never does seems to do England any good, and I, I can see us uh, losing a couple of early wickets. So um, yeah, we, I, I think we've done well in this test to fight back, but I still make Australia favourites. I would I would agree as well. Um, I think Australia will win. I don't think they'll win by all that much though. There's still six wickets in hand. That's enough for you know even if we lose a couple early, enough for a bit of a partnership somewhere. Um, it could be my favourite man, Mark, Chris Wokes, um, down the <laughs> order. Um, but if, even with that, I think we'll come up sort of 50, 60 runs short. That would be my guess. Um, I'd love, you know, if, if Root sticks around for an hour, who knows? It's it's on, but you know, I just don't see it, sadly. No, I'm, I'm going to say it. I'm going to call it. I don't think, has there been a day in this entire series where more than 250 runs have been scored? Uh, probably, but it's been... I don't think there has, uh, mate. I think the, the scoring's been pedestrian all series, and you're looking at England. They're caught it hasn't between, made it dull. They, no, no, but they've caught, they're caught between a rock and a hard place because if they score at the rate they're going, 
or have been going at, they're going to need to last most of the day. You could, you could, um, you could argue that they just need to go out and give it a thrash. Just treat it as a one day. Go out and give it a smash. They've got nothing to lose. They need 170. Get the fielders back. I agree. Push the fielders back. Yeah. Um, we've got our three. You know, if market, I mean, Chris Wokes stays in, then we've <laughs> we've got. If Chris Wokes can put thirty on the board, in you know, in partnership with Root, we've got a chance. Because let's be fair, Bearstow and, and Ali and Root are our three best batsmen at the moment. So, if they can go out. If Wokes can stay there till the new ball comes in, we're, it's game on. It really is game on. Where are we? We're we're at fifty around fifty overs. Uh, uh, there's eighteen overs left before the new ball. So, I mean, Chris Chris Wokes can bat. There's, there's no make no bones about that. And Chris Wokes so people keep telling me, yeah. Um, but <laughs> he he needs to. His job there is to, is to, to hang about and pick up pick up runs when they're there, but hang about. And I think the the longer we can, the longer we can eke it out. I think Australia will become frustrated as they did today, and it became pretty obvious that they were starting to become a little bit flustered today. Steve Smith, who looks a little bit like um, a few of the characters from Prisoner Cell Block H. <laughs> Um, he started he started to he started to lose himself a little bit today he did you know don't get me wrong Steve Smith is a world class cricket player but today those two reviews in three balls you know Mate, if you haven't wear one of those wraps that, 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 that chick wore a million dollar baby to get a game for Australia then after a while they do get uncomfortable don't they <laughs> So I I think I think we got a chance. I I really really do. But again, I think I think the Australians will win by eighty, maybe 80, 85 runs. Their their attack, that pace, the pitch is is getting a little bit quicker. Um, and you know that ball that that got Milan was a was a beauty from Cummins, but he was just late on it. Uh, Cummins has been by far the most dangerous bowler for me. I think he's he's been really really good, and the longer they keep him fit, he is he's going to outstrip Mitchell Stark. I think. Don't don't, um, don't make too big a deal of it. David Milan, David Milan looked uncomfortable in all but about three of the deliveries he faced. He looked well, he scratched around, didn't he? Yeah, and like he scored twenty odd, and I think thirty odd of them came off the edge. So. He did. He did it one lovely cover drive and a, and a decent pull shot. I'll give him that much. Um, but again, I, for me, it's Australia by about eighty runs. Yeah, I had to argue. I mean, the, <laughs> actually, what what you're saying about Smith using up his reviews—that's actually big. That's really given Dun England a favour because there's no longer the with the rule change. There's no longer reviews reinstated after eighty overs. That's it for the innings. So there's not going to be any of the, well, the things we haven't had time to get into uh, that I might be about to, the dodgy ball tracking that this match seems to have. Um, that's not going to be a factor, at least not in Australia's favour anymore. Um, and yeah, nor nor might be Nathan Lyon and his, his biggest threat. Um, I think it, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to come down to, it's going to come down largely to Joe Root, but 
Um, prove, prove me wrong, Chris, Chris Wokes. Get yourself a, a red inker and see us home. Since when has Nathan Lyon become this frontline strike spinner as well? The geezer is a chuck. Like, like he just he basically throws down pies, and all of a sudden, he's, 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 all of a sudden, he's twirling up mystery spin that England batsmen can't I, I, handle. Is well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So Nathan Lyon has taken fifty-four wickets in a calendar year, which is the joint most wickets, and he's not tossing up mystery spin. He's tossing up standard off spin. It's just our batsmen. As always, struggle as soon as the ball moves an inch. I've never, you know, Alistair Cook, who's, who has been one of our best players of spin, although rarely faces it because of where he bats, opening the bat, and usually by the time spin comes on, he's he's on about 80. Um, and obviously, Root gets to move his feet. But no, Nathan I, I, Lyon... Nathan Lyon's account... It's the overspin. He's, he's, he's how many of those fifty four? How many of those fifty four would he have if this was the era before DRS? I'd like to know that. Uh, bowlers like Lathan Lyon wouldn't have half the success they're now having without the help of those those LBWs that never used to be given. True that. I take Nathan Lyon. I take Nathan Lyon in the England side right now. I'm not arguing with that. I'm not saying he's a. Why we've got Mason uh, Crane sitting on the bench delivering water. The, the one for me is Jack Leach tossing it up for the Lions. And that's anyway, not just because we're, we're, we're going to wrap it up there. We're going to do in any other business. Um, I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to say you're right. It is the hope that kills you. Um, my rugby side, Northampton Saints gave me a little bit of hope at the beginning of the season. They've killed me. England, a little bit of hope going into the ashes. They've killed me. Um, I had a pizza last night, barbecue and chicken. Killed me. <laughs> Interesting. AOB, if we're gonna, what's what's with those people on the motorway? I drove back from. Oh, motorway AOB. No more car AOB. No, no, it's a new. It's, it's, this is a different motorway AOB. Um, that I was sort of driving alongside the same the same driver for about thirty miles, and what they were doing was driving at inconsistent speed. Now I stick my cruise control on, um, which is the way to drive on a motorway. Humble brag. Mm-hmm. Humble brag. <laughs> 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 and uh, so I overtake this car, become aware of it, pull in in front of this car. Car then overtakes me, pulls back in and repeat about four times then what starts happening is you you're going faster than this car so you pull out to overtake whereupon the car speeds up i'm not adjusting my cruise control to compete with you so you pull in again and this this went on for about 30 miles like what what why is it so difficult to drive at consistent speed i don't care if you speed or if you drive slowly hit the nail on the head there adam i don't care russ aob um, mine is also slightly automobile related, oh, but it's it's me. not no. Just, so I I bought I'm my first them. car. I'm banning motor related driveway parking anything like that. They're banned from now on. Right. I I bought I bought a car at the weekend. First time I bought a car in quite a while because I've had the the fortune to have a uh, a company car that obviously. Is it, it got cruise control? Yeah, humble brag. Is it so, cruise control? And, 
Uh, my car, my car does have cruise control. Yes, uh, it's automatic. It's a very nice car. But what I will say, um, first time I bought a car in in a, in a long, long time. First time I've had to insure a car. First time I've had to pay for anything to do with the car. Um, drove it, <laughs> drove it over the weekend. Uh, then day three of actually owning the car on Monday, I take Erin to school. Who's my daughter? Driving her to school. And what should happen is that somebody should drive in front of me and flick a stone into my windscreen and chip the bastard windscreen. Three days, I've already got a chip in the windscreen. Makes me want to hurt people bad. Four, four words for you. Autoglass repair, autoglass replace. <laughs> On that bombshell. If they're looking, if, if they're looking for sponsorship. <laughs> on that bombshell, other, I don't think anyone's going to sponsor this based on this shower of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. That's the pilot episode of Long Snap Pod. I've got a bit of an edit on my hands, I've got to admit. Maybe I should have done a running order. Who knows? Um, yeah. See you next time. Get it out there. <laughs> What's um, the worst that can happen? <laughs> yeah. You're probably right. Let's do that. Uh, we'll probably speak to you after the next Ashes test, I would guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. cool. I like Why speaking not? cricket with you guys. It's good. It's good fun. I, I bloody love cricket. And I'll tell you what, just before we go, this test match and test oh. cricket gets a little people in five days and still will be a draw. Test cricket, if, if nothing else, watch back the last few days where every single ball is has got tension on it. Every single ball has a consequence or an outcome. There are some test matches that don't, but on the whole, this is why I love cricket. No, I'll tell you what, there are plenty of 2020 matches that don't. Those where the sides one one four for eight chasing two fifty. No, thank you. We could yeah. well, let's do what we could be a podcast like Michael Holding and just refuse to talk about twenty twenty cricket. Absolutely. We just have I'm, no I'm nothing over to that. do with it. Hey yeah. twenty twenty, love money. right we are going to leave it there because i've got to go and have my hair thinned out believe that or not i bet you'd love to have your hair thinned out wouldn't you russ (laughs) too late mate i've I've already i've already had it thinned naturally (laughs) hey banter (laughs) okay guys been a pleasure speak soon